I'm so glad you're here. I pray this becomes a space for you to breathe, an opportunity to pause, to listen, look, and seek the one in whom your soul loves. Join me on the journey of noticing the movements of God along the destination to healing, wholeness, and intimacy with Christ. Welcome to the Radiantly Healthy Faith podcast, where our vision is to see a generation radiant with the love of Christ. I'm your host and your companion on this journey, Jenny Chatama, and I'm here to encourage you to love the Lord Yahweh, your God, with a passionate heart from the depths of your soul, with every thought, and with all your strength. Welcome, friend. In today's episode, we are talking about consolation and desolation. And if you're unfamiliar with both of those terms, spiritual consolations and desolations really serve as guiding tools for us to seek the Lord. God uses both consolations, which are warm feelings of love and sweetness to draw us onward along our journey, as well as desolations or dark feelings or challenges to our ego to cause us to seek him for answers. When we talk about consolations and desolations, both are necessary and needed on our journey. Joanne Nesser says spiritual growth isn't about learning how by studying, but who you are becoming as you discern the movements of God in and through your daily life. And so as we look to consolations and desolations, they do help us discern the movements of God in and through our life. So let's begin by by talking about consolation. Because when we're dwelling in a place of consolation, we are moving towards God's active presence in the world. And we can know we're we're moving in this way when we sense the growth of love and faith and hope and really any qualities of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. When we sense that we are growing in any of these, we're dwelling in a place of consolation. Now, one thing I want to point out with this is that that doesn't mean that that we're constantly happy, right? Doesn't mean we're always in a great mood. It doesn't mean that life is just peachy keen 24-7. But when we're dwelling in a place of consolation, we sense within our spirit that we're going in the right way. And, And so that becomes consoling whether or not the road of life is, is bumpy or smooth. 
And so some characteristics of consolation would be our our focus is others focused. It lifts our hearts to see the joys and sorrows of others. We're we're not self-absorbed. Consolation bonds us more closely to our human community. So we feel connected with our, our brother and sister in Christ and just humanity as a whole. This is where new ideas and and inspiration are generated. It also shows us where God is active in our lives and the path that he's leading us on. We're compassionate. We're loving God and neighbor. Now on the other side of things, when we talk about desolation, it's, it's really moving away from God's active presence in the world. And so we can know that we are moving in this way when we sense the growth of resentment or ungrateful, selfish. Doubt and fear are growing. And maybe my outlook is is becoming increasingly gloomy and and self-obsessed. That's what we would call desolation. We're resisting God or or maybe we're being led away by other influences. And so when we kind of look at both of these and coming back to, to consolation, okay, so, you know, we know we're growing in this way when we sense the growth, right? This growth of love and hope and faith and, and those gifts of the spirit. And so maybe for you, that's you know, you find yourself wanting and desiring to be a part of a church community. Maybe a small group or a Bible study. You're others focused and so you're caring about your neighbor. You're, you're compassionately caring for others. We're not so caught up and fixated on our own needs as we are the needs of those around us. And that doesn't mean that that we no longer matter. Of course we matter. I like to think of humility because when, when we're humble, it's not thinking less of ourselves. It's thinking of ourselves less. 
And so consolation, these warm feelings of love and sweetness that God uses to draw us onward. And so maybe for you, you notice an increase in just tears of gratitude when you, when you sit down to meet with Jesus. Or maybe there's just this overwhelming peace that you've been experiencing in your life, even in the midst of some challenging life experiences. We can look to these things and see God's presence in our daily life. Now, as we look back over to desolation, and as I mentioned, God uses both on our journey. And so while, you know, these these dark feelings or challenges to our ego aren't necessarily from God, God can work with that, right? And so in desolation, again, it's moving away from God's active presence in the world. Maybe we're finding ourselves being more cynical or critical, or we just can't seem to find anything good in humanity. Continuously ungrateful, selfish, filled with doubt and fear, increasingly self-obsessed and self-absorbed. Desolation turns us on ourselves. And it drives us down the spiral deeper into our own negative feelings. It cuts us off from community. You know, I I think about how this pandemic has really separated us. And I've been hearing more and more about how it's just so hard to get back to church. It's just easier if I watch it on TV. Desolation takes over our whole consciousness. And it crowds out our distant vision. So it it becomes obtrusive. We're unable to see the bigger picture because we're so absorbed by ourself. And sometimes even in desolation, 
we can see things like our, our prayer life becomes dry or difficult, or, or maybe it's just completely unappealing. Desolation isn't necessarily a bad place to be. It is part of our journey. And God can use all of that to cause us to seek him for answers. And I think as we grow in intimacy with Christ, we're able to recognize some of these spots within desolation, maybe a little bit quicker than we did at the beginning of our walk with him. And this is why meeting with him each day is so important for our journey. Because if we're not taking the time for quiet reflection with our Heavenly Father, we could miss some of the ways that we are resisting God or, or being led away by other influences because it happens. We're human beings. And this is why the consolations and desolations can serve as guiding tools to seek the Lord. I know in my own personal journey that, um, you know, those, those dark feelings or those challenges to my ego have, have certainly led me deeper in my relationship with him as I turn to him. And so as we, we take time for, for quiet reflection each day and we learn to recognize the spiritual consolations and desolations, we can then respond accordingly. And so by this, if we are dwelling in desolation, it's time for us to change course. We don't want to keep going down that path that's where we're resisting God or being led away by other influences, right? We don't want to stay with growing resentments and selfishness and doubt and fear. And so in changing course, this is where we turn to things like prayer and community and discernment and maybe even spiritual direction.
And maybe for you, if right now your prayer life seems to have dried up or it feels difficult or unappealing, maybe it's time to even change that. Exploring other ways to pray. Whether that's through journaling or drawing or music or or a prayer walk or breath prayer, whichever form you would choose. But changing course so that you're moving towards God's active presence. And so I want to leave you with just a few reflection questions of your own to help you discern the movements of God in your life. And so as you take time for reflection, first, when did you feel closest to God? over this past week, or maybe even just the last couple days? When did you feel closest to him? Next, when did you least experience his presence? And how did you respond in each situation? Now, I encourage you to leave plenty of time to really reflect and allow for some space as you think about each of those questions. And then also, how might God be using both these warm feelings of love and sweetness as well as your unpleasant feelings to draw you closer to him. Let's pray. Father, we we thank you. We thank you for... Um, just your kindness and your goodness, God, and that you are always for us. We thank you that you have given us these guiding tools to seek you. We thank you for these warm feelings of love and sweetness that that truly do draw us onward on our journey. And Father, we thank you that you can use these, these dark feelings to cause us to, to seek you for answers. And so I just ask, Lord, that as we walk along this journey with you, that we would courageously take your hand and walk along the path that you are leading us on. We thank you, we praise you, and we worship you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya.
Thank you for being a listener of the Radiantly Healthy Faith Podcast. You know, the vision that God has given me, this greater vision, is to see a generation radiant with the love of Christ. Now, the reality is that many Christians are struggling. We struggle with things like anxiety, low self-esteem, depression, you name it. And so my mission, in addition to this podcast, through my coaching and retreats, is to compassionately come alongside of you on your destination to healing, wholeness, and intimacy with Christ. And so if you're curious about what this looks like, you can email me at radiantlyhealthyfaith at gmail.com. Thank you.